0: Has anyone seen Mika? What? What does that mean? Shut up. Be silent. Or we'll all be damned.
1: Who the hell are you?
2: Sessa, my dear. No, Mika's not been here all day. He must be out by the altar.
1: Oh. Who is he?
2: My name is Fence. Oh He is no one. Just a traveling merchant. He sells, um, Hastus fungi. Thanks.
1: Close.
2: Truly. Though we need it.
1: That we do.
2: Anun, I did not know you were here. Navir. Have you heard what
1: happened? Hush. Balance, Patak. That is
0: all that has happened.
1: Mama? Where is Navir? He is away, my child. As you might soon be, if you forget our words, Patak.
2: Dora Nairez I am sorry, Anun.
1: Come, Sessa. let's find Mika together. Okay. And Finrear, was it?
0: Yeah.
1: Make your stay brief.
0: Charming. Brego, who was that?
1: That was Anun, his mother. And our high priestess, she ensures balance. Dora Naires. Dora Nairz. So that's what it means. Balance. That and more. You see, our will- world- Brego,
2: there are some things for us alone. We do not want to bog down our new friend with that. There are
1: other matters to
2: discuss after all.
1: You mean... The ones who've gone missing here in Balu?
2: For how long? Too long. Three so far. Over the last few days. They simply vanish. Drekka was the last one. She left my tavern two nights ago. No one has seen her since. I worry that... Some believe I'm involved. And are you? Of course not. Balu is my home. The people who live here are my family.
1: I would never do anything to harm them. He wouldn't. There is little I would trust in more than Patak's heart.
0: Had to ask. But you're not lying. Right, Rowan? <laughs> That's good enough for me. Could this be connected to Dora and I- Enough of this. You came here to find a binder, after all.
1: Perhaps Joway. True. If he's headed anywhere of note in the Avarian jungle, it would be Joway. And if not, someone there might have heard of a binder in the area. So,
2: Jawei. Joway. It's the only
0: true city left in the area. So, there were others. No. Right. To Joway, then. Before I go, you sure I can't help with your disappearances? I'd like to learn more about your culture
2: Last call, everyone. It's been a long night. Get home safe.
0: uh, I guess that's the end of it. Come.
1: You can stay with me tonight. In the morning, I will show you the road to Joway. And until then... Well, I haven't lived here as long as Patak, but I can answer a question or two.
0: Thank you. Come on, Rowan.
1: Quite a night. Don't hold it against Patak. He's lived here his whole life. There are things expected of a native to maintain the balance. So, you're not a native, then? No. But I did spend many years of my young life here. When I was five, my parents were travelers. They played music, told stories, and sold wares they acquired along their way. But something about Balu drew them in. We lived here until I was eleven... Then one night, we just left. They would never tell me why. Not for the lack of asking. It was only earlier this year, when I was finished seeing the world and everything it had to offer, that I finally decided to come back home to Balu and live out my days in peace.
0: But why here?
1: There is something special about Balu. Though even now I can't quite place it. And as inviting as Balu is, a friendly ear ready for questions is rare to come by these days.
0: That priestess, a nun, she seems friendly. <laughs> no, not quite.
1: The beliefs of these people are. Well, the people of Balu are truly devout. There is no doubting that. They will do anything to maintain the balance of this jungle, and Anul is here to ensure that path is followed.
0: I guess that explains her problem with outsiders.
1: For the most part. Though I'm not sure I will ever truly be accepted in her eyes. Those eyes, her face, it seems as though they are unchanged. Even now, after over 30 years.
0: She was here, when you were a child.
1: Yes, though she did not have a husband then, nor did she have Sessa and Avir. Poor boy, and he only just came back a few months ago.
0: Came back from what? What is Rigo? Uh, Rigo, can you hear me? Uh, Rowan, cover your ears. Brigo. Shit!
1: God, it's full.
0: What was that? Hold on. There's someone in the water. Rowan, hold the cleansing light until I get back. Come on. Let, I let, gotcha. Let me go. I gotcha. Let, let he, me go. He's still Charmed. I have to get back. A little help? have to get back there. Let me go. Rowan. Let me... Oh, well. That works too. Thanks, Brago. You can, uh, put down that stick now though. Sorry,
1: I've dealt with my fair share of Charms. Though my methods have never been quite as clean as yours.
0: Fair enough. Well, I guess we know why those villagers have been disappearing.
1: But what was that?
0: I don't know. Though, I've got a hunch.
1: Are we close? We've been searching since last night.
0: I'm not sure, but we'll know when we see it.
1: That spell I was under, how did you know how to break it?
0: Just a guess. But most trances and charms have a way of circulating in our heads, through the mirror in our body. Most don't realize it, but the mirror is an element, much like water. And like water, it exists all around us. In the air, the trees, the living creatures of the world, and the blood that pumps through our veins. But mirror is more like a blank tablet, waiting for the world to give it shape and purpose. So, when you were entranced, it was because the sound you heard created a resonance among the mirror that flows in your brain, causing an endless chain of euphoria Happiness and longing that would have driven you to follow it to its source until your dying breath. But all it takes is a disturbance to that resonance, and you're free.
1: So that incantation,
0: it disturbs the flow of Mir? A handy trick. (laughs) Not quite a trick, but a very useful skill I learned from my friend here. Though... It only works on weak flows of mire.
1: So you're saying whatever charmed us across the lake
0: was rather weak? Perhaps. But more likely you and Sanji were not the target.
1: We are getting close to the grove. The grove? It is a sacred place. My parents took me here once. The people of Balu treasure it as a symbol of the beauty and balance.
0: Well, they do enjoy balance. You will see.
1: The grove is beautiful, untouched by our hands. And yet the trees open up to a clearing of perfectly kept grass and flowers, where the sunshine kisses each leaf and petal with equal Wait. What is this?
0: Huh. You know, you're right. This grove is perfect.
1: Too perfect. No one was supposed to touch this place. The grass. It's all... exactly the same height? As if the culprit was here just this morning.
0: Or they never left. What do you mean? Come. Look here.
1: What part are those?
0: Ants? Doran's ants. You've got a colony of them. They originate from the plains of Umbeta. They're like farmers, tending to their own fields. They harvest grass? Not quite, though maintaining their grass is important. What they truly farm is fungi. Their crop requires a shaded, damp environment. And comes with the added issue of scent. The fungus they grow and sustain their colony on is unusually ripe with nutrients, and as a result, gives off a powerfully alluring odor. If unprotected, all manners of creatures would come to claim their harvest. So to prevent this, and maintain that shaded damp environment, a new colony will relocate the fungus to a grassy area, they then meticulously cut the grass to ensure their home is as dense as possible. Turns out that to maintain the highest density, the Doran's ants have learned to cut the grass at exactly the same height. It's
1: incredible. I've never seen anything like it.
0: Most creatures of this world are more amazing than they are aggressive. Truly. Fenverir, something is coming! And that would be our culprit. Don't worry. There are few creatures more docile than a harpwalker.
1: Harpwalkers? They're enormous! At least ten feet tall!
0: And that's when they're on all fours. Come here, Braco.
1: No, I'm. I'm fine where I am.
0: Don't be rude. Besides, they've a strong sense of smell. If you stand there smelling of fear too much longer, they'll simply come over and calm you down. Alright. Put your hand here. They're so...
1: soft. Like silk on my fingertips.
0: Can it understand me? In a way. Harpwalkers have a keen sense of smell and a good ear for tone. Together, they can tell what your intentions are as easily as if they were reading your mind. Amazing.
1: But how could such a gentle creature be the cause of so many
0: deaths? Unintentionally. Of course. It looks like when the harpwalker. Help! Hold on. Hold. Easy. You were right about the grove here. You see, harpwalkers use their front legs, or more appropriately arms, like a net or filter through the grass. They have two large fingers on each hand, and between them are hundreds of long, stiff cartilage like fibers. So, when a harp walker runs its hand through the grass, it leaves the vegetation undisturbed, and the fibers catch a handful of Doran's ants to eat instead. Sometimes, the sweeping of a harpwalker's hand through grass can create beautiful, calming sounds. Though, I've rarely seen it have this powerful an effect. It must have something to do with the grass that grows in your grove here.
1: So what can we do? I do not want to harm such beautiful creatures.
0: Oh, hello there. I think you've made a friend. As for what to do, there's a rather simple solution you can try. Get some of the townsfolk to come help you relocate the Doran's ant colony. It shouldn't be too hard. Simply harvest the majority of their fungi and use it to lead them to a more generic field of grass. They will happily follow you and the harp walkers will follow them. With any luck, you can find a less charming home for them. Good thinking. Thanks. Until then, use these to plug your ears. This is... Gatorud. It is just a weed. All things have their uses. When exposed to water... They rapidly engorge, and will block out the sound the Harpwalkers make. Thank you.
1: Both of you. I am glad you came to Balu.
0: So am I. Teach them, Brego. Show your people not to fear the creatures of this world. I will. Good. We best be off, then. Come on, Rowan. Travel safe, my friend.
1: Continue east on the path just north of here. And you will make it to Jahwe in a couple days.
0: Thank you. Goodbye, Brago.
1: Until we meet again, Fenrir.
0: Took a day longer than expected, but that must be jolly in the distance. Yeah, I know. We'll be careful. Low profile. Let's just find out where he's headed before something worse happens.
1: Kara, get back here with that! What? The great Captain Howe can't catch a little kid?
2: Sir! Slow down! Please! Hurry up, Hargo! we will have to reconsider your position as a city guard.
1: Guard? And what exactly were you guarding with your eyes closed?
2: You! Yeah? Don't let him get away! But be careful. That artifact is dangerous. It can... turn people
0: into... Into... what?
2: No better
1: time to find out.
2: Let's see what you're made of, Hargo.
0: Come here!
3: This has been part two of Fenrir, the balance in Avaria. If you've enjoyed the journey so far, like, comment, subscribe, or its equivalents on your chosen platform to keep up to date with Fenrir and Rowan's journey through the Avarian jungle. If you'd like to contribute and help fund Fenrir, please visit the Eyes Shut Studios Patreon and get rewarded with additional lore and content, including side stories available nowhere else. This episode of Fenrir featured Adam Kahn as Sanji and Captain Howe, Isabella Antelik as Sessa, Sarah Tommins as Anun. Luca Antelik as Patak and Brago, and Ryan Tippins as Fenrir. Special thanks to our graphic designer, Darrow Digital. Thanks for listening.